0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Fetch AI Spaces. Quarter one updates from the team. Let's take a listen.
1: Hey everybody who uh, are just joining in now. We're just going to be taking about a minute or so. Just waiting for um, all of the co-hosts here that we have, uh, such as Kamal, Ed, and Himayan to be able to join in. All right, I've invited everybody up, so now we just have to wait for all the um, exceptions to to come through. Thank you everybody, uh, of course, for coming in and listening uh, to this Twitter Spaces session. Um, This is, as previously mentioned, and as the title suggests, we are going to be having uh, this be kind of an update uh, to the community for what is going to be happening in Q1 or what has already begun happening now that the holidays are already uh, come to a close from the new year. And yeah, uh, we're, we're very excited to be able to get to talk to the community about this. So thank you to Kamal, Ed, and Himayan. Thank you guys so much for coming uh, and talking to the community today about these updates because, um, yeah, I'm sure everybody's is extremely excited from what I understand.
2: Hey, Hey, everybody.
1: Great to be here. Hey, Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And yeah, so, uh, so uh, if we wanted to get right into it, um, I was hoping I've, I've got some questions that I'd like to ask that uh, some at the end are going to be actually from the community because we asked beforehand um, if there were any community questions that people had had. And so I've grabbed a couple of those ones for us. But um, let's start off with some questions that I have actually for, for you guys. Um, and this one will likely be best for uh, the community will likely want to hear this from Himayan, um if you're okay with that. But basically, just wanted to ask: now that we are in the new year, um, could we possibly talk about the direction that Fetch AI is going to be headed in throughout 2023, so that, that way the community has an idea as to what they should expect?
2: Yes, sure. Um, um, again, I just just want to put a caveat in there. Before we kind of get into the detail, uh, we have to be pretty nimble, and we have to adjust to uh, what the market and what the feedback we get from um, from the market we're going to be kind of uh, heading towards. Uh, we have to adapt based on that. But putting that aside, uh, what what's uh, what's in it for Fetch in twenty twenty three? So let, let let me kind of. Dig a little bit into it um we we've been talking about commercialization that we're going to see quite a bit. We're going to see um, onboarding of um trial uh, kind of customers um which uh, we think uh, probably uh, second quarter would be the beginning and the starting and hopefully by by the end of the year we would um, we would be looking at a substantial amount of uh, users using, um, either it's the app, either it's the, uh, you know, using the Axim, which is the colon platform, um, or it's, it's something to do with the network. So there's going to be wallet releases, which, which is going to be using, uh, quite a lot of integrations that we've been kind of putting together. So this year, again, uh, as for last year, our direction was moving towards commercialization. We want to bring in uh, real use cases. And this year is going to be really accelerating that growth that we um, kind of started the journey on last year. So that's that's a very overall view. Technically, I guess um, yeah, Ed can fill you in and Kamal can also give you like a roadmap idea. but. Yeah, so overall, that's what the plan is.
3: Yeah, so maybe if I just add a little bit more onto this, I think the thing that community are definitely going to see over this year is a lot more um, sort of overlap between our different uh, technology offerings. And that's going to be visible very quickly, actually, in the next couple of releases that we're going to have. Uh, and you're going to see a lot more uh, kind of, of the technology stack come together in, in sort of one
1: uh, sort of coherent uh, uh, you know, stack Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Thank you guys so much for giving the community that update. Um, I think that as you kind of have, have both mentioned, there's a lot to look forward to. Um, And it's great as Himayan had mentioned to always keep in mind as, as kind of just a side thing um, that just like any, anything in this industry, um, there are going to be times where we're kind of moving into different spaces or trying out new things. And we're excited for you guys to, you know, come along for the ride for that and actually um this kind of you've briefly touched on it there actually i believe mine but i wanted to kind of ask and this can be open to ed or you mine or anybody else um but we have actually been seeing a lot more updates that have been coming out more frequently i would say for fetch ai tooling such as like the wallet or um the genesis Cosmosm tool i just wanted to give kind of this for the community is this a trend that the community should come to expect to continue throughout the year?
2: No, absolutely. We, we're gonna be releasing, uh, you know, as as we're developing, we wanna be releasing, we want a community, we want the users to be using the product. Uh, we, we needed to get to this point, uh, as I said, there will be a lot more releases, we want engagement, so there'll be a lot more engagement with the community. We. We uh, want to bring more users to this whole thing. We we still, you know, the the agent side of things. We're also speaking to many projects uh, who want to build on uh, Fetch, and we're bringing them on board. Um, we we're still we're still a smallish team. We're still a smallish kind of. Um, I- infrastructure, so bear with us, but we are actually seeing a lot better response uh, already this year. Um, I think Ad can add to that, uh, or Kamal can add to that.
4: Yeah, I was, I was just so, going to uh, sort of reiterate what Humayun said. I think uh, on the wallet front, we definitely have a lot of other integrations because we kind of see the wallet as a gateway to uh, Web3. So we plan to kind of showcase all of our tech within the wallet. Uh, in this year, uh, and uh, and we will sort of update this on the new roadmap that will get published in in a, in a in a few days here. Uh, so that's that's also forthcoming. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll have
2: a lot more clarity very soon.
3: Yeah, and just to add on to all of those points is, I mean, we started doing this uh, towards the end of last year, but you're going to see much more interaction with us and and you guys, the community, uh, on the products themselves. We're going to want your feedback. We're going to do more um, product design sessions and prototype sessions with you guys. And for the people who are interested, uh, you know, sort of seeing little bit behind the curtain in the uh, in the development side of, of that uh, being part of that. so uh, be aware for any kind of announcements to come out for for that. and if
1: it's something you're interested in, then uh, yeah, we'd love to love to have you along. Yeah, once again, awesome. That sounds like a lot of great stuff to look forward to. So uh, yeah, I guess expect a, a roadmap coming out very soon and expect um, updates to continue coming out for the the products we have and potentially products that are not yet released. Um, and actually, I guess this kind of ties into this a little bit. Um, this is specifically a question for you, Kamal, uh, because recently you actually tweeted out a comparison of agents to microservices and that there were some developments in the works to try and make this agent tech a little bit more pervasive. Um, could you expand on that idea at all or maybe give some more insight as to what is potentially coming?
4: Uh, yeah, sure. So if you if you think conceptually i think agents are similar to microservices and uh, i can i can sort of explain this in uh, sort of three three main points uh, you know firstly microservices are organized around business capabilities and can be implemented independent of other microservices that are around which is similar to what agents are where each agent has a specific skill and it can also be implemented independent of other agents. And all the agents collectively can handle uh, any sort of business capabilities. So that's the first point. Uh, Secondly, microservices are loosely coupled and a collection of microservices can handle an overall much more complex uh, use case. And similarly, agents that are also loosely coupled, and if they speak the same communication protocol, they can collaborate with each other, and agents with different distinct skills can tackle uh, complex problems similar to what you kind of see in the, in the microservices front. And finally, microservices are usually very small and easy to maintain. And this is where uh, you know, we uh, have our new microagent release ha- coming soon that will be kind of at, the, at a similar uh, co- complexity as what you expect in, to see in microservices, uh, where you will have atomic skills at the agent level that you can easily uh, maintain and, and update. And also, if you look at our, our more complex uh, AEA framework, it's also relatively easy to maintain, given the fact that it's quite modular in nature uh, and allows you to kind of, you know, piece the components together from other, other uh, places. So that's, that's kind of in a nutshell what, where the comparison comes from. Uh, one other thing to point out here is that microservices are inherently used in sort of this context of intra-company, intra-entity use cases, whereas uh, you know, fetch agents can leverage Web3 and be truly de- decentralized. So this is where, I, I guess, uh, the agents are quite powerful in, in that sense.
1: Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, expanding upon that. And it's it's very exciting to hear as well that um, the the concept of these micro agents is actually something that I'll be releasing sometime soon into the future. Um, and not only that, but as you kind of had mentioned, the fact that the kind of stack here is a little bit modular, um, very much holds up even with the the ecosystem that we're a part of in in the Cosmos as pretty much the entire tech stack uh, for. The whole ecosystem is modular. So it's nice to kind of, you know, continue on that tradition and fit in with uh, the place that we're a part of. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for the, the further explanation on that. Um, and actually, one thing that I wanted to ask you, Ed, um, is because for anybody who is unaware um, or or hasn't been keeping up to date super recently, um, within the last quarter, I believe of of last year, we had announced that we have our new CTO, um, Ed Fitzgerald, who, as you guys know right now, is here with us. Um, and so I wanted to ask you, Ed, now that you've been uh, the CTO of Fetch AI for the last few months, um, how has it been? Has there been any challenges that have presented themselves that you've had to overcome, um, and, and how has it been kind of? fitting into this uh position and getting to kind of interact in the community in a way that you previously um didn't really experience? Yeah, well uh the most challenging is
3: definitely her mine, but in a in a good way. <laughs> uh but uh no, I mean I, I guess the sort of role right. although we announced it uh, that's right man. Uh, although we announced it you know at last quarter, um there was a kind of handover period with uh sort of John and I. So I have sort of been doing the job for sort of longer than that. I mean, in terms of the challenges of the job, I mean, the main thing is is getting the most out of the team, you know, and and to get the team operating uh, at a capacity sort of greater than the sum of its parts effectively. And that's not just only my job. I mean, I have a, a technical aspect to that, of course, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a management team level uh, activity. And so that's been like sort of the best bit about, about everything effectively, I would say, is sort of really motivating, um the team and sort of pushing us as Fetch AI forward uh, along with Hermione and Kamal um, is the sort of best bit. And I think you're starting to see the sort of fruits of that sort of combined effort. You know, as we sort of talked about, our release schedule is sort of increasing in the kind of cadence. You're going to see more and more stuff from us. And uh, you're going to hear my dulcet tones more often as I as I talk to you guys and, and try and give you a bit more of a, uh, a sort of view of what we're doing here at, here at Fetch.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for uh, giving a little bit of an explainer on that, because, yeah, it's always interesting um, to get to hear things like that is, you know, in in traditional uh, companies, you might not often be able to hear input like that. So thank you. Um, And also, I guess this goes for all of you guys, uh, if you would like, were there any updates, I guess, that are outside of what we've mentioned that you would like to share with the community? Well, that's
2: that's a question and a half, really. I mean, <laughs> where do you want to start? Um, well, look, I, th- I think um, what what we're just starting the year. There's going to be a lot more to come. There's going to be some um, some really cool stuff. I mean, I've been asked this uh, again and again, also directly and indirectly by the community. Uh, there is this whole shift into this AI focus and what are we doing and how are we going to be kind of in that uh, kind of game? Well, we, we already are, lucky thing is that we already are in this game. Um, so I think it's um, perhaps, uh, I, I should kind of uh, give you a little bit more um, and then uh, Kamal and Ed can come in and out and maybe we just make it a little bit of discussion um, where and how this whole community, uh, this this AI space is moving into. Um, there's there's a lot of uh, chat about chat gpt and there's a lot of generative stuff going on and how do we fit in so i mean just just for people who haven't been following fetch and don't know fetch i mean a year and something ago we did a collaborative generative art project uh, which which generated the art using all the input from the community, and then we generated the NFT. So we we've already been on that path for quite a while. Um, what is quite exciting is that the awareness is coming now, uh, which is which is where we really have uh, you know we have the advantage here because we're already ahead. We're already thinking about not just one thing. So I mean you can you can see some projects are very focused on let's say uh, data marketplace. Some. Some people are more focused on some uh, specific uh, zero-knowledge proofs, for example. But the, the the thing which Fetch is doing is really uh, to give you a bit more of an overview of what's coming this year is the integration or uh, using the uh, agent framework, using the agents, micro agents, or whatever you know, whatever kind of variation of that technique is, is to bring. Uh, these technologies in one place to execute either a business model or a task, because that's what's missing now. So if you look at chat GPT, chat can, I think this is, uh, this is quite, you can see that you can ask the question and it'll give you some very uh, good, strongly argumented text. But if you said, well, you know what, go and do something, like go and book me, you know, my travel in, to, to Miami, for example, I mean, it could tell you again and again, very convincingly how to do it, but it doesn't have the means to do it. So a very obvious thing that is missing is the integration to the execution framework. What we have in Fetch is that execution framework and we can connect chat GPT or something else. I mean, you know, there's going to be quite a few of those. We can, we can connect many things together and you need to have this coherent framework, which starts from input, either via user interface, uh, which ChatGPT is, and all the way to execute multiple tasks coherently to give you the final output. And you know that's where Fetch is going to be focusing on this year. So ho- hopefully that gives you some some understanding of the kind of things which we will be bringing in. Uh, so will be integrations with businesses, with individuals to actually provide services or consume services using this whole automated kind of framework, which is going to become more and more intelligent by enabling, you know, uh, diverse machine learning models which are built collaboratively amongst, you know, the whole community or different businesses and it's owned by a collaboration rather than just a single company so yeah any you know obviously any this is a discussion so i would you know invite ed and mal to please add to this um, yeah,
3: yeah. I, I mean i i agree with you i mean i think this year will be year of the agent in my mind and uh, you know agents are in my mind the vehicle for that execution, as you say, um, uh, sort of real-world real, uh, real uh, actions. And so um, you're going to see a push from our side here at Pitch about expanding that kind of network and that technology set and, uh, and you know, connecting it to AI as well in a, in a consumer-friendly way, um, which is going to be pretty cool and uh, um, so yes I'm very excited about so um, the first release of my creations that are going to come around the corner very shortly and um, I think the community will be very excited about that and the possibilities that's going to open up and uh, yeah I think the future is is really cool and I think you know everything that OpenAI uh, did did a good job of chat GPT sort of, of really sort of bringing this awareness as you say to mind about the kind of power of of AI and what it can can do and what it can't do but uh, but mostly what it can yeah exactly I, I, I the only thing i'll add here
4: is obviously you know we are looking to uh, find ways to be uh, sort of you know releasing some of these features and products that will sit alongside chat gpd and work with it uh, and uh, as i mentioned i think agent is where we see uh, our big push uh, here and uh, as Omair mentioned, you know this will this will kind of be the backbone of the execution layer, the automated execution layer that we are all uh, sort of you know working towards.
2: Yeah, it fits it fits in the timing quite well actually this year. So we'll we'll, we'll see a lot of output coming from all of this.
3: Um, you
2: know, it, it's you know to be fair, ChatGPT and large language models and uh, you know this generative art models have been around for quite a while it's it becomes interesting when people can touch it and interact with it and that's what's going to happen with agents and we we're not we're not saying that you know we're going to be using all the web 2 tools and you know enabling people to use what is already the infrastructure that already exists and then converting that and integrating that uh, to deliver something kind of new and more powerful
1: yeah yeah well that sounds that sounds honestly awesome. Um, and yeah, as you guys had said, like this is kind of the, the perfect time for all of this to happen. Stars are kind of aligning a little bit that um, the, the tech has already been being worked on. It was less about that, more about, as you said, Himayan, um more about bringing people to the tech and realizing the tech is here. And so, yeah, it kind of works out really well for that. Um, and the only... Final things that I just wanted to run over here is, as I said at the beginning, um, we had actually asked the Twitter community if there was any questions uh, prior to the spaces that they wanted to ask. Um, And so this can be for really any of you guys or all of you guys. It depends on who feels uh, like they want to provide an answer for it. Um, But I'll, I'll just run through the couple of these here. Um, so the first question we actually have is from at Maxi Fetch, and they said, will there be new products released by the Fetch AI team straight from the source? I, I assume they mean directly from the Fetch AI team um, with AI slash agent implementations. And they actually made reference to saying that we had the NFT CoLearn art, but that was a temporary application.
2: Yes, so we will see again, this this is a new marketplace. This is a new way of interaction. This is a new way of doing things. I mean, if you look at ChatGPT, ChatGPT is just showcasing what they have. And now slowly then Microsoft is taking it and commercializing it. Um, it's It's got to be something similar because what, you know, you can't do, you can't do work on the tech and then just, you know, go out and start selling it to people as well. So there, there has to be different channels. So the the exact combination perhaps might be, you know, a, a combination of both. I mean, it could come directly from us, uh, but then there are better people to do perhaps user interfaces. So we might have to collaborate with them. Uh, but, they, you know, it might be that we launch something very simple and then other partners can take and extend it and make it, you know, kind of better. And, and that's what we want the community to do. I mean, people who are perhaps better than us at doing some stuff, they should come and use the technology to build something um, better, more powerful. And that's the combination kind of we're going to go for. Uh, you know, uh, we, we do have some products which are going to come directly from us, uh, but there will be more, um, maybe there will be a bit more uh, kind of Crude in their formation, and then we'll kind of invite different uh, community members, developers, to improve them.
1: Awesome, that answers yeah. the question. I think. Yeah. I, I definitely think that answers um, Maxi Fetch's uh, question quite well. So, yeah, thank you for that. Um, and then the next question we have is from at Generic Wombat, and they said, does AI have future revenue generators in the pipeline? Historically, free-to-use services tend to do better when they initially start up versus those that require an ongoing or sign-up payment.
2: Uh, we, we kind of like the freemium model. It's likely that we're going to with that so it's you know initially it will be uh, free to use or a certain amount of data or certain amount of compute or certain amount of whatever uh, like for example executions let's say certain executions will be free and then you start charging based on usage and that's the model we generally think at this point in time uh, fits what we're doing Uh, that might of course change but um yeah so that's that's the model we think uh, in the current um, environment you know pay as you go kind of freemium pay as you go model and that that's what we think will continue
3: yeah just to, to add on to the the sort of point inside like, um as we said we're moving towards the commercialization so that's our goal for the year and uh, absolutely to answer the, the question directly is yeah, we're planning on multiple revenue streams for fetch but also as mine has already touched upon, we also want to enable community members to also generate their own revenue streams as well from the tech you know um, and that way
1: the whole community uh, benefits basically so that's that is sort of one of the goals for this year all right awesome yeah once again uh i, I think that covers the question pretty well um and yeah, I, I did actually see there their apparently uh, spaces sessions now actually allow people to kind of make comments or, or post questions um, into them while you're doing them. So if you guys are OK with it, there was actually uh, two more questions here that I actually saw were pretty interesting from the same person, um, if that's OK with you guys. Yeah, why not? All right. Um, the first thing that they had asked, which this is Leslie Sim, um, had asked, "What's the current uh, progress of Atomics and Metallics or Metalx?" Sorry.
2: Yeah. So that's that's a good good uh, easy answer to that. Atomics is preparing to be in the market uh, end of March, early April. All things being equal, we still do have some regulatory tick boxes we have to tick. So I can't. Subject to them getting done. We are very nearly ready to kind of launch that platform. Um, this is on the Fetch network. It will be a real-world asset collateralization platform, which would enable borrowing and lending of the real-world assets. Um, we we felt we had to build it up uh, bottom from the bottom and not kind of put it into any other... Uh, either dexes or other lending protocols because of the risk involved in the current market conditions. So we we're nearly ready with that in in uh, April March April time. So that's kind of coming to the market. We had to make a, so the second point on Metalex, we had to make certain changes to Metalex uh, based on the feedback we got from some of the commodity traders that we invited to trade on. Uh, so we are. Uh, kind of um, re-factoring uh, some of the code. We're going to uh, hopefully uh, put that on Fetch Network over over the next two, three months. Uh, the team is working on it. Uh, I don't know the launch date of that, but that could be perhaps uh, quarter three of this year. So it's not gone anywhere. It's being worked on and it will be launched um, Yeah,
1: within hopefully this year. All right awesome uh, and then just the last question that this person had had, which actually this might be um, even probably beneficial or better suited for for devin um, once he comes back on for a session this year uh, but they did actually ask as well um, what the role of flocks and the relationship with fetch ai is
2: uh, i can I can probably take that one as well I mean devin can add to it perhaps in more detail um Flox is, um you know so so we just just so that you guys kind of get this little context uh so we we're looking at let's we we had a partner company who did a project uh, resonate and we looked at that and you know the the what we kind of learned a lot from just that whole process was i mean there's no point creating another application which is just like another application um so we, we, we went in and we, we felt that there was quite a lot to the, uh, the machine learning models, uh, collaborative kind of machine learning models can do. And there is a particular space in the market where, uh, again, uh, our mantra, as you know, is bringing like real world things into fetch. And so Flox kind of, uh, the team kind of designed a, new application which really tells you where the communities are how can you build physical communities how can you join these experiences because you know the the next generation is always going to be just about you know finding these experiences joining them uh, enjoying them and the ability to do that either for digital nomads or somebody who's traveling so it, it still has its roots in the fetch network so obviously any rewards or any transactions or NFTs that get generated for communities, and all of that will be done on the fetch network, so ultimately it, you know it still comes back to the fetch network, and that's really the plan and Flux, as you know, we've been testing in the market in a very small subset of people, and that's going strong, we're getting very good feedback, there's a lot of improvement so we, we think in the next two to three months, you'll see a dramatic change. And we're kind of putting it in a very uh, small community initially. I think it's going to be Grand Rapids near Michigan University and then Austin. Uh, Those are the two places it's going to start from. And it's going to then grow from there. And we'll keep improving it as we get the feedback.
1: All right. hi. I'm,
2: I'm hoping that answers the question.
1: I, I definitely think that, that that answers it pretty well. And as you said, if if Devin feels uh, like he wants to, then in one of the sessions we have with him, I'm sure that question will be brought up to him yeah. as well. So, sure. but yeah, uh, and I I that I would say that pretty much covers it um, for the questions that we like have here. Um, and of course, I know you guys are very busy, so I don't want to be taking up <laughs> too much more of your time. But I. Myself and the community also uh, very, very much appreciate you guys coming out and, um, you know, talking to them directly, giving these updates and providing insights just into what's been going on and what to expect. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for, for coming on.
2: Well, we, we did make a promise last year. We're going to keep to it. Uh, happy any, anybody wants to ask any questions even now, uh, please, you know, do so. But there will be other sessions. We'll be there but really thanks for listening everybody.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you everyone. Yeah, thanks everyone. Thank you. Yeah, and of course, uh thank you to everybody who's listening in live or if you are listening in after the fact after this is uh after the session's concluded. Um thank you to everybody who listens in regardless of the time and hopefully in the future we can kind of go forward with this um You know, having some of the questions typed prior to the session um, so that that way we know a lot of you guys are are listening in from different time zones. um, And so we can hopefully solve that issue of not everybody being able to participate. So yeah, thank you um, for everybody who listens in. And I would say that that concludes today's session. So thank you to everybody for coming. Thank
2: you. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Bye. Uh, Cheers. Goodbye.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Fetch AI Spaces, Quarter 1 Updates from the Team. Recorded on Wednesday, January 25th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate. Magic pulling rabbits out the rucksack. Not everybody's always in it for the money. Looking like another crooked Sunday, and I'm working Monday. So you know, I ain't stressing. Left debate and great methods. So a mace to play inception. The base stay blessed. See, even with these huge sums <laughs> <sounds laughs> of overall royalty, these sums <laughs>